Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the host of the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We are continuing to preview some of the most important speeches given at the 2022 Western Conservative Summit. If you're not familiar with the summit, go to westernconservativesummit.com. It's an annual gathering hosted by Colorado Christian University that brings some of the top conservative leaders right here to our state. It was hosted just a few weeks ago, early June, at the Gaylord Hotel, and we're reflecting on some of the top speeches given at this year's summit. Up next is Dr. Kevin Roberts, the new president of the Heritage Foundation. The Heritage Foundation is probably, arguably, the most important conservative think tank in America. It really sets the tone, sets the stage for conservatism in our country, and they're doing absolutely fantastic work. We were so proud to be able to host the new president of the Heritage Foundation at the Western Conservative Summit. So be sure to check out what the Heritage Foundation is doing. Get more information about Colorado Christian University and the Centennial Institute by going to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can listen to all of our podcasts there. But let's now hear from the new president of the Heritage Foundation, Dr. Kevin Roberts. In spite of what the mainstream media tells us, in spite of what polling somehow is supposed to suggest to us, that this country is a center-right majority country, and we're tired of being told otherwise. So the first part, the first priority, as you see there, is to empower parents and enact universal school choice to the point that every dollar we spend on education in this country follows every student for the purposes of the school that their parent chooses. It is not enough, and I'm a fifth-generation educator, proud graduate of a public school. I've never attended anything but a public school. It is not enough for Republican governors and legislators and congressmen to tell us that's just too hard. We've learned from COVID. We've learned from critical race theory. We've learned from the transgender extreme agenda that it is time for every American dollar to follow every American child. And one way that we can achieve that is to make sure that every state legislature over the next couple of legislative sessions enacts universal school choice. But the other way, the other way, if you will permit me to say something that's not popular in Washington, D.C., is to tear out root and branch every part of the U.S. Department of Education, full stop. You see, it was the U.S. Department of Education and their accrediting organizations that are in the same cabal who told me as president of that tiny college in Wyoming, you know, Dr. Roberts, you might want to rethink this position. It's going to be really bad for you. Coming from a bureaucrat, I realized do the exact opposite. The, the other area that we have to focus on, and it, it is one that is not just sobering but tragic, is our border and the rising crime rates in this country. You and I have the burden of living at a time in American history when the rule of law is not respected. 
It's not respected at our southern border. It's not respected by mayors of large cities. And I really do lament saying this because I try to be a nice guy. It is not respected by the President and Vice President of the United States. Therefore, therefore, when there is a conservative majority just months from now, we need to be sure that even though we're not going to be able to be in control of the White House until 2025, that those conservatives in Congress act with the courage we need them to have so that every state and every county is in fact one where the rule of law prevails. Of course, as a nation, we grieve with those in Uvalde and anywhere gun violence occurs. But as I mentioned last night in response to the President's ridiculously passionate address, unless he wants to talk about the crisis of fatherhood, the crisis of masculinity, the crisis of no morality, the crisis of the breakdown of the family, the crisis of mental health, and what public schools have done to our kids, be quiet, it's not about guns. Thirdly, you probably know this, and, and if you don't, you'll hear from, from my colleague Hans in the coming hours about Heritage's work on election integrity. We were doing that well before 2020. We recognized that election integrity was a problem well before we all understood it to be a couple of Novembers ago. And I'm here to tell you that while we have made some progress as a country, we really have, you can look at our election integrity scorecard and see that, we still have a lot of progress to make. And, and I just want to give you a little bit of cautious optimism. I think as a result of a lot of the laws that were passed because of your work, because of the work of my colleagues at Heritage and many other organizations, this November's elections will be more transparent. But until and unless we as a people can be confident that every vote of every American is in fact cast, it is not changed through vote trafficking, it's not changed through other means, we have to continue to work on this issue and we will not stop at Heritage until we can say that. And fourth, we need to be aware, in case you aren't, that when we go to the grocery store, we're paying 25% more for eggs than we were last year, 30% more for milk. You know what's happening at the gas lines. And maybe some of us in this room can, can make do because of whatever material blessings we have. But I can tell you from having grown up in a family that couldn't even live paycheck to paycheck that this rate of inflation means many American families aren't buying milk. It's not that they aren't buying a gallon. They aren't buying it all. They aren't buying meat. And we have the condescension from the elite administration to be quiet and, and suggest to us that it's transitory or a high class problem. You see, what's going on with inflation is one of the clearest examples that this is a country that is run by elites. But the good news is, as the Lord always provides, that's going to be one of the major tools we can use to take this country back. And just to connect some dots, although you can connect dots far more accurately than anyone in Washington, D.C., the problem of inflation 
the problem of government overspending, the Green New Deal, and the acquiescence to the communist Chinese are all connected. And so as you will see in our pamphlet, and I want to be really clear about this, the defining issue for the United States of America in the 21st century, the defining issue for Americans, for free people, for all people in the world in the 21st century is defeating the Chinese Communist Party. Obviously, that involves adjusting our foreign policy. It involves adjusting our economic trade agreements in a way that helps Taiwan. But it also, I am sorry to say, involves ending the nefarious practice of Americans on K Street in Washington, D.C. being millionaires because they lobby for the CCP. It is time to end that practice immediately. You also might have noticed that these tech companies don't like the Heritage Foundation. And it's because we not only don't take their money, we can't be bought off, but we issued, keep in mind, we're a policy group, so we do some white papers. We take a lot of action on those white papers, but we, we came to, together and put together this white paper that said, big tech is an enemy of the people, and it's time that policymakers address it. And like you, I'm wary of government trying to fix anything. But like you, I also know American history, and I know that the antitrust laws are there for a reason, and they need to be used, and we need to break them up, and we need to be sure that you and I, as conservatives, can have free speech online. Last, as I begin to wrap up here, I've hit kind of hard, which is kind of what I do, but it, with a smile on my face, that we need to read reality truthfully, and reality isn't that pretty in D.C. most days. But reality this summer is that this month, this month, in spite of the worst efforts of some clerk at the Supreme Court, the worst efforts of others on the radical left, this month, you and I will wake up and Roe versus Wade will be overturned. But that's when the work begins. And those of us who spend time praying, those of us who spend time studying history, studying scripture know that that is a great blessing. But in order to enshrine that great victory in law, we have to be busy about passing pro-life legislation in every state and at the federal level. Heritage's position, in case anyone ever asks, is that until and unless we have a federal law that outlaws abortion from conception, we will not stop working, period. So let me sum up this way. People in the media, naysayers, would like to tell us that America is in the valley of valleys, that there's no hope for us to come out of that valley. There's no hope for us to get to that proverbial mountaintop that Reagan spoke about so eloquently. Heck, they would say there's not even hope to get to a hillside, let alone that mountaintop. But I'm here to tell you that in my study of history, every single time America was in a valley and the Lord's people said, we've had enough and we want our country back, he did not forsake them and he did not forsake America. And he's not going to this time if you and I saddle up and ride. God bless you.